7.30 in the morning. This is what I have instead of coffee. Welcome to Box Press Radio. I'm Dan. I'm Zach. And we're in kind of a hurry tonight, I guess. Um, I lost track of time because dinner and stuff. Um, and I know you have like a hard stop time, so. Yeah, gotta go. Gotta go pick up the girlfriend from work and whatnot. I can't be late for that. That would not be good for you. Yeah, it would probably not be good for me. Um, so... Uh, was there anything in particular you wanted to talk about? Because I have, like, two things I want to talk about. Uh, it's going to be a mostly you show, because, to be honest, uh, really the only thing that I have done lately is played uh, Overwatch. I mean, between uh, work and getting settled in a new place, uh, and just generally having a million things to take care of, it's just been Overwatch, and there's not even an event going on right now, so... If you were wondering, Overwatch is still Overwatch. That's yeah, I kind of figured as much. Yeah. I still enjoy it. It's still great. Overwatch 2 probably is never going to happen. Blizzard's probably going to go out of business soon. So, you know, have fun while you can. <laughs> yeah, things aren't looking real great for Blizzard, unfortunately. Um, no. But, you know, that, that happens. But... Um, so I played the, uh, I, I guess I'll start off with the easier thing, or the quicker subject here. I played some of the Battlefield 2042 beta. Oh, I just started seeing some uh, advertising for that. I didn't know that there was a new Battlefield game, but I feel like ever like the last three or four Battlefield games that have come out, all of the advertising has looked exactly the same, so I cannot tell what's a new game and what isn't <laughs> yeah so i i played it and i'll be real honest it seemed identical to the last one that i played like a hundred percent identical i mean i feel um, like battlefield and we knew this was going to happen right it had already started happening but i think it finally just hit call of duty syndrome where it's like developers can spend an hour and a half telling us about all the new changes but we can play the new Call of Duty, and it's going to feel like all the other Call of Duties. Minor differences. Might as well be Madden. Yeah, I mean, and it's funny because I have this bug that's apparently pretty common with all of the Battlefield games, or at least the recent ones, where my game won't respond to the keys on the keyboard or the mouse because it's not sure what to do because it has default settings for both the keyboard and the controller. So it just doesn't do anything when you push a button. So the fix is to individually go and unbind every button for the controller. So I I was glad I got to jump into a match because there's no practice. There's no like tutorial so I'm just going to sit in this live lobby and try to troubleshoot my default keyboard settings problem. Um, on top of that, when you launch the game, it launches in like the lowest resolution and like the worst possible graphical settings. So I had to go and adjust all of that. And then somehow it managed to resize all the other windows for the other programs on my machine. So like, my browser resized to like a tiny little like thumbnail size window and it just like screwed up all the settings on my computer when I launched that game. And I was like, well, I think I'm done with this. Um, I would be because it's, it's fucking with settings on my computer outside of the program itself. Um, and I'm not really okay with that. And honestly, the game isn't any different than the last one. It's literally the exact same game. Same vehicles, same game mode. It, it, and honestly, like, their game mode feels like they were trying to create a Warzone-style game or, like, a Apex game and do the Battle Royale thing, but with respawns. Um, and overall, it just kind of... 
felt, I don't know, messy. There was like no coordination. Everybody was just running around doing whatever the hell they wanted. And it's 128 players. So it's just chaos everywhere you go and like tanks running into buildings and shit. And it's just, I think if you're going to skip a, a Battlefield game and a Call of Duty game, like this is the year, just don't get the new one. Because both of them were just like, hey, we put a new name on this exact same product. Would you like to give us $60? Um, that game was just... I expected a little more for Battlefield, I'll be honest. Because usually there's a few more years in between their games. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I stopped being excited for Battlefield games because I never really liked them much. I love the concept of Battlefield. I really want to like the Battlefield games. Like, I'm totally here for the giant environment, big Warzone games. But I, I guess with all of them at the end of the day, it just kind of feels like I'm accomplishing nothing and nothing matters. And winning or losing has nothing to do with you and it's a matter of luck more than anything else yeah and i know there's people that are like they consider themselves pros at battlefield they get like a ton of kills and whatnot but like ultimately most of the people playing battlefield are just running around trying to get vehicles and trying to get kills there's no like real concerted effort um it's a more chaotic game even than Call of Duty now, which is kind of weird because it used to be like the objective focused, like hardcore strategic first person shooter, like with Bad Company 2 even. And now it just feels like chaos everywhere you go. And like, I guess maybe that works for some people. But for me, I was like, this seems not fun. I really think it works for people. I don't know the numbers, but... I feel like Battlefield's not really a thing anymore. Like, yeah, there's people that play it. I think anytime it comes on a Game Pass or anything like that, people are going to play it at least for a little while. Um, I, I think it's one of those games people buy just because of the name on it. Yeah, and at this point, I think people are aware of that. Like, yeah, do I know people who still occasionally play Battlefield? Yeah. Do I know anyone that's really excited about Battlefield or plays it, like, aggressively, even for a short time when it comes out no not really even streamer friends of mine like when a new battlefield comes out yeah you'll see them on there for like a weekend and then they never pick it up again i think battlefield is just kind of a thing where and, and a lot of genres do this and i know the markets are tight i know the economy is bad but i think they just get to this place where they're like well we need more money if we're going to keep the studio open, we need more money, so we need to pump out another game. And aside from, like, it's easier to move stuff around than it is to reinvent the wheel, so we're just never going to reinvent that wheel. And it's like, cool, well, we've been playing the same Battlefield game for well over a decade now, so time to start thinking outside the box there, Chief. Like, Yeah, I mean... I wish that game was better because it looks nice. Like, it definitely looks good. Um, but honestly, like, I've had terrible technical problems with the last couple of Battlefield games. And I just, I can't deal with that anymore. Like, it's the exact same technical problems. You guys yeah, haven't sorted that shit out. I'm just done with it. I think that's one of the things that really started to kill Battlefield back in, like, what was it, like, Battlefield 3 or 4, where they started becoming really prevalent. And uh, and it's been a big thing, and everyone's known about it, and the people that make the game have known about it, and there's just been, like, no response to that. And I'm, I'm just utterly confused at why th this is not a thing that ha has been fixed more with their games. I, th I think there was just, like, kind of like, you know how all of, like, the original people are leaving Blizzard, or have left yeah. Blizzard? I think a similar thing happened over at, like, EA and DICE and all those guys. Like, when all the old-school, like, Battlefield guys left the company, I think they were just kind of left with this big AAA title that they were just like, we need to make the best explosions. And, like, we're just kind of getting more of the same formula with, like, slightly higher, like, graphical numbers like the textures are a bit smoother and 
the the trees are a little bit more realistic and less speed tree but ultimately i think we're just getting more and more of the same shit all the time from them and i'll be surprised if this one does as well as they expect and i'm just a little bit upset that they used the battlefield 2042 name on this one like i love the old uh gosh what's the number the really old like futuristic battlefield game um it was like 20 i don't remember what it was yeah you know what i'm talking about though i know what you're talking about for sure the old school futuristic setting battlefield game that i can't remember the year number on um that one was super cool but i loved bad company too that was my favorite one and Uh, i feel like it's just been all downhill from there i have bad company i've had it for a couple years now i still haven't touched it at all i mean i enjoyed it it was fun I've always heard good things about it. And that's the other reason that I have it. Because it looks like a fun game. I just haven't gotten to it. There's no real specific reason. Just haven't, you know? Yeah, I mean, I would say the only kind of issue is it it probably doesn't hold up graphically super great. And it's not like any sort of special uh, special game. There's nothing like really unique about it. Um, but... It, it just, it's a good Battlefield game, but, like, I remember really liking the uh, multiplayer specifically. Like, it just felt balanced and, like, the shooting felt good. I got a question for you, because I know, I know what game you want to talk about, and I know we'll definitely get there in a minute. Um, but have you played any more Diablo 2, and do you have any particular thoughts on it? Because I feel like there's not a whole lot to say about that game. I haven't, I haven't even launched it since it came out, honestly. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I, I've been meaning to, but, like, I just, I'm lost in other things right now. No, I feel that. So here's the thing, uh, my take on it, I so I've gotten far enough to, at the very least, uh, get past the first act. And, you know, been trying to complete everything and do a little bit of grinding and, you know, have fun. And, uh, you know, it really sucks, because Diablo 2 is a great game. And this game is just Diablo 2. And I really want to be more excited about it, and I want more people to play it, because they should, because it's still a great game. Um, but what do you say about a game that's already been out for, like, was it 20 years at this point or something? Like, yeah, I know. It's Diablo 2. I'm having a fun time. I'm on, I'm... I'm yeah, I, I think if you're gonna, if you like Diablo 2, you're gonna like this version of Diablo 2, right? Yeah, I, I have found some very mixed feelings about the graphics, and I think the fact that they did the Master Chief Collection thing where you can switch between them is great. Because uh, I've heard a lot of people nitpick some of the graphics. Like, oh, they changed this, like, one statue in Act 2, you know, Chapter 2. I don't, I don't fucking care. I'm not looking at that. The new graphics look fantastic. I'm having a blast with them. I think they fit perfectly. Yeah. Uh, the lighting is a little jarring, but... It's good. I have no complaints, but that's the way I prefer to play it. And I've got friends that are like, yeah, I'd rather just use the old graphics mode. And I'm like, I don't fucking know why, but it's there. It's an option. So I guess good job, Blizzard, on slightly remaking a game you made decades ago. I mean, I will say I occasionally switch it back to the old school graphics because I can see things on the map a little better. Like, visually, it gets a little bit muddy with the new graphics. Um, But, yeah, otherwise, like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, the effects look really good and everything. Yeah. I feel like it should be a really big release. And maybe I just feel like it should be a big release uh, because Blizzard just refuses to, like, do anything anymore. Not even anything particularly bad, just, like, anything at all. Yeah. Like, I've been waiting for a new IP, a new game... And they're like, we got a new expansion of World of Warcraft. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't count. (laughs) You can't have the majority of your people working on expansion content for one game that's been out for a few decades. Like, you need something. Give me an Overwatch 2. Give me a StarCraft 3. Give me Diablo 4. Give me literally anything at this point. You know, at least Elder Scrolls put out 
Fallout 76. Did it suck? Yeah, but at least it was a game. Like, fucking, what are you doing? Well, Blizzard is notorious for killing projects, like, late in development, or even after development. So, I have a feeling they probably had their own Fallout 76, but they just chose not to release it, is, is what I would guess happened. Because it's been way too long. And generally, I agree with that. But, like, what was the last new game we really got? Because I don't count Diablo 2. I don't count Warcraft 3 Reforged. You mean, like, a new game or a a totally new IP? Either. Well, we got, um, I guess, probably Hearthstone. Hearthstone or... uh, Heroes of the Storm. I'm not sure which one came out first. Oh, that's right. I completely forgot about Heroes of the Storm because so did everybody else. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually know a few people that are like dedicated to playing that game. But Yeah, no, I, I, a buddy of mine, uh, he does all the big WoW podcasts. Um, he does a Heroes of the Storm podcast, I believe, weekly. Um, I used to listen to it just because I like his cast of podcasters um but i haven't had time to listen to the podcasts i'm interested in the content of either so that's kind of fallen by the wayside so the newest game is heroes of the storm back in 2015 wow i didn't realize it's that old it's been almost seven fucking years since we've gotten any new game from blizzard what the fuck is happening (laughs) like wow that's that's a long time that's a really long time wait didn't didn't overwatch come out before heroes of the storm i think so uh let's see overwatch well yeah it had to because overwatch characters were like they weren't in it to begin with though not to begin with no oh no i guess it came out right after heroes yeah, I thought so. It was like um, like six months later or something. Yeah, so it was like, it was Hearthstone one year, Heroes the next year, and then Overwatch, and then nothing. So 2016 was the last game. So like six years since the last game. Yeah, that adds up. Like, I will I will guarantee you they canceled a game that was like half completed that was supposed to come out like two years ago, and they just trashed it. That or they had planned on like a long lifespan for the Overwatch Titan MMO that it was supposed to be originally. Maybe they were just banking on the long lifespan of that and then Diablo 4 coming out earlier than it is. Um, Well, we do have some potentially good news. It looks like Overwatch 2 is coming out um, in the next several months. It looks like we are really, really close to Overwatch 2. It's less I, than a year old. Yeah, I thought they said like early next year sometime, like spring next they, year. They still haven't said anything, as far as, unless they've said something in like the last week, and I'm not oh, aware of it. I guess I, uh, I, I could have sworn they were talking about putting it out this year, and they were like, now we're going to work on this a little bit more, and it'll be out sometime next year. Well, I so I watched the Overwatch League finals, um, and they did an Overwatch 2 exhibition map uh, match with pros, so people could see what the game actually looks like in action. Um, and it looks fine. The new maps look like they put more thought into it. The graphics are better, but, you know, not enough for me to give a shit about graphics. Well, the thing uh, is, like, Overwatch 1 owners will be able to play multiplayer with Overwatch 2 owners. I don't think that's going to be true. I, I know mean, they said that. I know they've I know said that. They've said that, but that doesn't make any goddamn sense because the characters and the abilities all fundamentally work different. And Overwatch is staying six v six, while Overwatch Two is staying five v five. See, I so I like, guess what I heard was that they were changing both because they were going to be combined, and like you'll get the the ability updates and everything for existing Overwatch 1 characters if you don't own 2 but you won't be able to play as the Overwatch 2 characters. So um, 
I, I yeah, don't know yeah. if that's changed, but that was the last thing I heard. I don't know. I've, I was looking at a lot of the changes they made, and I don't honestly know how they're going to put those two games together. Um, well, like, all the RPG-esque stuff is only for the PvE, from what I understand. It's not part of PvP. I mean, like, I, I guess I guess it, it makes me run into questions. So, like... So basically, they're just going to make Overwatch 1, Overwatch 2, and buying Overwatch 2 is just so you can play... Yeah, it's like an expansion pack. More yeah. or less, like you can play the PvE stuff. And I'm yeah, like, that's that's literally what they said. Like 100%. I'm 100% certain of that. Well, that's... That seems like a, a giant waste of time. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I want to do the new PVE stuff. 100%. And I'll buy it. I have no problem with that. But, like, I feel like it's been taking them a really long time to just make PVE when PVE sections already exist in Overwatch anyway. Yeah, you're not wrong. So, I don't know what is taking so fucking long. You know, they... it's all that time in the Cosby suite. They've been really busy. <laughs> I... I don't know what they're doing over there, uh, but I, I do know what they said that Overwatch Two was supposed to be used in next year's Owl League. Yeah, so <clears throat> I guess that's coming soon. Well, and the other interesting thing is like they've lost two directors in six months, less than. Well, you know what I think is really hilarious is the new director they have is almost exactly the same as the last as Jeff Kaplan so I'm just yeah. like what's even the fucking what is yeah why bother they need to first of all they need to separate from Activision because Activision I remember when Activision was good um, yeah. and I was 12 but yeah. uh, they it has become this parasite that seems to attach itself to other companies just to run them out of business I don't know why Blizzard thought that they needed to combine themselves with Activision, but Activision needs to to be separated and go out of business. It, it's and kind everyone... of like it's kind of like Bungie. Like Bungie bought into that just like Blizzard, and they actually saw the light and were like, "Oh, this is going really bad. We need to get out of here." And now Destiny Two is starting to bring people back again. Well, um, I not think me. Destiny, Destiny Two is a is. Uh, I think there's a lot of threat online of the population of that game completely just disappearing because of the choices they're making now. So I don't know if you're aware, but you know how we played the first couple of expansions that came out for Destiny? Oh, I know. They're, like, removing content and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're just removing all of the first expansions. So now if I want to go back and play it, I have no expansion content that I spent... Well, and also they removed the story. On. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. People are upset. But, like, like literally this past, like, week or two weeks, they've started bringing people back again with their PvP stuff, which, granted, not me. No interest gonna, over and, here. And that's not going to last. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Destiny PvP is not... I, I can see why a lot of people would want to play the P, PvP. Destiny's PvP was solid. It's fine. It's I don't bad. see people... I don't see people sticking with it though destiny pvp especially seems like with the new thing. halo game like right over the horizon yeah that seems like one of those things that like oh there was a big update so i'm gonna jump on and play for a weekend and then put it away like what? and you know the uh you know the controls that you, like the the logic building tools that you have in like unreal engine yeah apparently they're using a similar set of tools for the custom map and matchmaking in halo like the new one so you're going to be able to like design entire games within halo so for the first time ever i'm actually interested in halo i guess second time since like high school well, so i hope uh, that's good yeah i don't know i'm excited for more halo stuff i was Although, never a big halo guy but like i like it just i mean look I literally have a Halo tattoo on me. Right. Like, I... Massive Halo fan. I was a big Halo fan all the way up until Halo 4. 
Halo 4 was not a bad game, but it also wasn't a good game. So, and then by the time you get to Halo 4, I think the PvP just became dog shit. Yeah, and agreed. I think a lot. I think a lot of people agree with that because Master Chief Collection comes out, and everyone is playing Halo Two and Halo Three PvP, and well, like, and I think that was should. like those were like the glory days, right? Like that's all the people our age going back and playing that, and they're like, hell yeah, this is the good stuff. Dude, it's been so crazy when people hit me up like, you want to do some Halo Two PvP? Yes, always. <laughs> Fuck yes, right? I do. And so yeah. as soon as someone's like, you want to do Halo Four PvP? I'm like. I'm not retarded, no. Like, not... <laughs> who? Why? How dare you? <laughs> Nobody was playing that when it came out. Go ahead. Show me the eSports uh, highlight of the Halo 4 everybody was... Nobody was playing that shit. Get the fuck out of here. You know what's funny is, like, one of the first things that me and my wife did together was we went to a MLG uh, gaming convention where they had a Halo tournament. And, like, that was one of our first, like, big, like, you know, weekend away, go to a big event sort of deals. Um, and like, she was just like, holy shit, they're like giving out free Dr. Pepper and look at all these giant screens and we can watch these people play video games. Um, like that was, that was kind of like the intro to the real esports world for both of us. So that was kind of cool. That's what I got us would... hooked on StarCraft uh, tournaments. I, I kind of got uh my girlfriend would too because we've been playing overwatch like she used to be obsessed with it and now she's she's getting back into it because i'm playing it all the time and i got her to watch some of the uh the owl league finals with me oh nice and she seemed to be like maybe not super into it but she was into it enough to like sit there and watch it with me um so i want to keep doing that i i told her the overwatch you know gaming stuff is fun to watch but we really got to jump on here when the fighting tournaments come because those are my favorites yeah and those are so much easier to understand what's going on too yeah that dude just it's not as like the face yeah (laughs) like you don't have to think about it like super hard to understand what's going on it's kind of like you know it's kind of like watching football or something where you can just like chill and eat some chips and like have a beer and watch it and you're just having a good time Whereas, yeah. like, Overwatch or StarCraft, like, you actually have to have, like, super deep game knowledge to have a clue what's going on. Absolutely. Okay, well, we are slowly whittling down the time here, so why don't we jump into the new game that you've been playing lately? Yeah, so I, I played a bunch more New World. Um, they had a lot of technical issues and server issues with the launch. Uh, they finally stopped letting people create new characters on full servers, their servers are only 2,000 people. I see um, that they jumped very quickly on the bandwagon for uh, penalizing people or kicking people off for doing AFK. So it wasn't just uh, AFK. Oh. It's people setting their character to auto-run in the corner of a building. So it appeared that they were still playing. And they would like go to work. And come back like eight hours later and play. So they basically put in a no camping mechanic. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can keep moving and hitting buttons, but if your character doesn't move a certain distance over a certain amount of time, right. get out. Basically, they said auto run doesn't work for keeping you from going AFK anymore. Because, like, I totally was, like, busy with something and I was, like, going and I'd alt tab and hit jump and move a step or two. Um and I stayed in for like an hour while I was in the middle of something else. Um, but like, it was also when there wasn't a queue, I, I just didn't want to log back in. Um, so like, I, I wouldn't consider that egregious. I, I just was like, you know, busy for a few minutes in the morning. Um, it was probably more like a half hour, not even an hour, but I, I was like, I don't know how long the AFK timer is. So I don't want to let this character log out. Cause I don't want to deal with it if there's another queue. Um, but like, I haven't run into a lot of bugs. Like it's, it's generally pretty bug free. Uh, the only bugs I've run into are the, uh, appearance customization. If you preview one item and you go to a different item, it won't show you the second item previews. 
it just bugs out and i think you have to oh. log out and in to fix it. Is, it is that the thing with the hat you were showing me yeah about? yeah yeah so like not a game-breaking bug honestly like I, oh no i can't preview the hat that i don't own frustrating but not yeah it, yeah as far as like game launches go like that's a pretty low tier bug for me oh um, yeah and then I, I've had a couple of weird bugs where, like, certain gathering nodes, like, chop down a tree, gather a plant sort of deal, gather some herbs. It will it either won't let you start, like, it'll do the animation once and then stop and won't let you, like, continue the gathering because it takes, like, fucking 30 seconds to cut down a tree in the game. Or it'll let you cut down the tree all the way to the last swing and then not complete it, which is much more frustrating. Um but I've only run into that like two, three times. So again, not a big deal. Um, I, I think it's because somebody else had already gathered that node and it just didn't change the graphic or something. Um, but yeah, not, not super buggy. I know some people have had more issues. Uh, the one major issue is it's killing 30 series cards. Yeah, I saw that. Um, like literally lighting them on fire. Yeah. Um, so I have not been playing New World on my 3060 Ti because I do not want to have to RMA that thing. Um, you know, fortunately, if I needed to, I actually could get a, you know, exchange broken card for a new one if I needed to, if they even have any to exchange. That's what I was going to say. Who knows how long that will take? Like, right. at this point, it could take six months or more. Like, who so, knows? So the thing is, I've been playing on my 1660 Ti, and it runs, I get like 40, 50 FPS in town with all the other people around there um, at like high settings, like maxed out settings. And then outside of town, I get like 80, 90, 100 FPS with the 1660 Ti, and it looks great um, while streaming it even. So... Like, you definitely don't need a powerhouse card to play that game and enjoy it. Like, you could probably play that on some real old bullshit uh, if you lowered the graphical settings. But, um, yeah, it, it's been pretty fun. The gathering takes forever. Um, I just got to the point where I can gather the second tier of tree, and I spent, like, two hours yesterday and today just cutting down trees to get there. So probably, like, three hours of just chopping down the same kind of tree to be able to you know, get to the next tier of tree. That's one of the things I really, one of the reasons I really don't want to play that game. It, it is an extreme turnoff for that game. And look, I like needing to take a little while to do something. A, because I like to chill. You know, when I'm playing an MMO, I like to want to like have the news on or something. Yeah. Um, so that's fine to an extent. And and I, I want things to take a little while so I feel a sense of accomplishment when I fucking get somewhere, right? But from what I understand, there's really not a lot of content in that game. And it's just padded all to fuck by everything taking way too fucking long to do. So, I think do you people... Need to, do you need to grind out this monster? Don't worry, that'll only take you 23 hours. Do you need to, like grind out some trees it's okay it'll take you an hour just to get a stack like that i can't that's so fucking stupid so i actually had the same opinion during the beta and now that i've played a little bit more i actually see what they're doing um and i'll address the like lack of content thing too but as far as the gathering goes like what i realized is they want you to kind of invest in a zone where you like you want to buy a house and as you're doing things in a certain zone, like, you know how you'd be in, like, uh, the area around, like, Stormwind and World of Warcraft? Yeah. Or, like you know... Elwynn Forest and shit. Yeah. So, you buy a house in Elwynn Forest, and all the, you know, questing you do and gathering you do, you actually gain XP towards that zone. And you can choose to put that XP into skill points that boost, like, how fast you gather there or how much experience you have, or how much storage space you have in the city. Um, so really what they're doing is encouraging, like, kind of like the Final Fantasy XIV deal, where they want you to play one character and invest in it and spend your time on, like, your crafting, 
and pick the things that you want to do and spend a bunch of time on them. Because like the thing I realized is I don't really need to gather or craft more than like five or 10 minutes at the most to do anything I need to do. I just chose to like, I was trying to watch a show and I was like, I'm just going to chop down trees while I watch the show and chill out before I go to bed. Um, but there's, there's absolutely no reason I needed to do that. Like I'm not at the point where I'm crafting like high tier weapons or armor. Um, it was just purely, I want to be able to gather more stuff. Um, so like, I, I actually don't think it's as big of a problem as I did before because like the whole like putting points into the zone that you're investing in really, really is kind of a cool thing. And if you really want to do a shit ton of gathering, like you should probably prioritize your gathering speed and your storage space over experience gains. Um, and like, I know a lot of people are talking about like, oh, the game doesn't have enough content. There's not that much to do. Well, like most people are playing like 60 to 80 hours to get to like level 50, like not even maxed out. So honestly, for me, like, you know, 80 to 100 hours for a $40 game is not that bad. Well, no, I because I can't look at that game in pure time because of the majority of that time is me staying in the one same one small area grinding and well, no, that's that's doing the story. Like, these are people that are trying to get to max level for PvP. No, I know they're, that they're trying to get to max level. but it, Like, I, they're I, not spending I'm... their time, like... I'm saying there's, like... If you want to explore the gathering and crafting mechanics, there's more time than even just doing the main story in, like, 60 to 80 hours. Like, it's... I'm not saying it's a great story, but if you enjoy playing MMOs, like I think it's a pretty solid, well put together MMO and it's polished pretty well. Yeah. I, I, I haven't seen anybody doing story, I guess. So it, I like all I've seen anyone do is run around and randomly fight things in the wild. And I'm like, well, I don't really need 60 hours of that, I guess. So, well, I've also noticed most of the streamers playing new world are like PVP fanatics. Um, and they're just like skipping through all the story. Like you wouldn't know if it was a main story quest or a side quest because it's not that interesting, honestly. Oh no, but I haven't it, seen it anyone does doing send quests. you around. I haven't seen anyone do quests at all. Like oh, there's a ton was... of side quests and shit. See, I was watching you play the other day, and you talked to some um, NPC in this small little village in the in the world. Yeah, that's literally the first time I've seen anybody talk to anybody in that game. Yeah, like a lot I, of people was, are just doing PvP. Yeah, that game's gonna die in like a couple of months. Oh, you're not wrong. I mean, that's what we both were talking about yeah. before. But I was like, "Hey, I enjoyed this enough to check it out again." And now I'm like, "Hey, I, I think I feel like I've already gotten forty dollars worth of enjoyment out of the game." Um, some of it looks fun. There are some very fun-looking aspects to that game. Um. And, but one of the things I was excited about, right, was the housing. I always love player housing in MMOs. Yeah. Um, or any game, really. But so far from what I'm hearing, everyone that's gotten a house has said it's super not worth it and a big waste of time and a massive disappointment. And I'm like, I mean, okay. so I haven't experienced yet, experienced the housing yet. Um, but I have noticed that most of my crafting list is decorations for my house. Um, and I know there's a lot more than what I have access to. So I know the other thing I've heard about housing is that people are upset because the, the guild that owns the town can tax you. So you don't lose your house if you don't pay the taxes on the house. Um, but you lose the ability to do something with it. I forget what it is like you can't use the house for some particular purpose. Like it's something irrelevant. Like I forget exactly what it is, but I know if you don't pay the taxes on your house to the local guild, cause they can choose to make the taxes super high, like 200, something like 2000 gold a week or something like that, which is a lot. Like that's like 20% of the cost of a house. 
Um, like that's a little bit ridiculous, but you don't lose the house if you don't pay it. So it's not that big of a deal. Um, like you can still use it and everything. And what's the point? There's, I, I can't remember what it is, but there's like a PVP feature or something that you get if you pay the taxes. Eh. Yeah. But from what I can tell, it's got a pretty cool system where you can decorate your house. You can set things down where you want them. Um, I don't know. It, it seemed pretty neat to me. I was kind of anxious to buy a house. Um, the only weird system I've really been like, why the hell does this exist, is gold. Uh, so you get gold from doing like quests and missions and side quests and all this stuff and just killing enemies. Um, but literally the only thing you use gold for is to buy a house. And then it's like you need when you break, you salvage an item like a piece of armor, you get some repair parts and then you have gold. When you repair an item, it takes a few of those repair parts and like five gold. Um so like other than buying a house and needing like five gold, like once every five hours, I, I don't know why gold exists in the game because there's literally no, there's nothing to spend it on. Like you actually don't have anything to spend it on. Um, and you can't sell items to vendors either. You just have to salvage them. So I, I legit don't know why gold exists in the game. They could have just totally omitted it. Um, yeah. And it is a player-run economy as well. I'm not really... I, I really guess I don't understand what the demographic or point of that game is supposed to be yet, and it's very confusing, because I feel like we've had years... They want hardcore up. PvP players to play that game. They want wars between factions, and that is meant to be the main point of that game. Which seems like, I mean, I feel like that's not a reliable demographic to go after in MMOs. I, I mean, like I, I totally are... agree. I, I don't have any interest in PvP in that game. I'll probably never PvP in that game. Well, even the people that do PvP in MMOs, right? They don't, they don't usually play that game specifically for the PvP. Like... If you look at World of Warcraft or Guild Wars, right, they love that game, and then they play a shit ton of it to the point where you're like, you know what, I'm going to do the fucking PvP. I'm going to join a guild, and I'm going to do the PvP shit, because I love this world, and I love all the time and and money that I've invested in this game, and like that's what I'm going to do at Endgame. And then at that point, they will go out of their way to make new characters to grind all the way up to end game specifically to do PVP and they'll go crazy about it. New world looks awful. Like it's a pretty game graphically, but I haven't seen a fucking, I haven't seen a screenshot. I haven't seen a streamer. I haven't seen anybody in that world where I'm like, it's like that discussion we were having the other day. What MMO world would you want to live in? Sure as fuck. Not that one. Yeah, definitely would not want to live in this world. Like, colonial hellscape? Like, no yeah, thanks. No. I feel like, pick a Chinese MMO I can't pronounce, and I would still rather play that game than New World, because the world's more interesting. Like, they were like, alright, if every other game is a kind of pizza, we're gonna get just regular cheese pizza and make that a game. Like, that, like, you put nothing into and we're, it. We're nothing just going to pile, except we're going to pile like habanero peppers in the center. And that's the PVP core of the game. <laughs> it's like just a pile of them. Yeah. I mean, the, the gameplay that I've seen so far looks neat. Yeah. It's, like, it feels good to like, play the game for sure. The, the, the leveling system, the menus, they look fine. Um, the way you go about getting stuff, fine. The combat seems fine. I, it looks like there's some fun there, but there's nothing about that game that looks interesting. Honestly, it feels like a beta, like an early beta, or like maybe a late alpha of the game. It just definitely feels like they were missing... Like, they ran out of time for developing enemies and, like, content. So we ended up fighting, like, you know, recolored versions of wolves and, like 
different like instead of having like just regular zombies sometimes you fight zombies that are like cut in half and walk with their hands instead of legs so they just use the same model but cut the bottom off of it and it crawls instead of walks um I mean, it's better than nothing, or better than a, a palette swap. Like, that's something. It's something. But, like, the thing is, like, there's a very limited amount of types of enemies in the game. And they definitely seem like they have different attack patterns here and there. But I've started to notice them repeating. So you'll have, like, a shield guy that blocks, and then he'll use a ranged attack. Or a shield guy that blocks, and then he'll run at you. And then, like, the basic enemy that'll just attack every, like, two seconds. Um, And there's some wonkiness with, like, the timing. And, like, sometimes if the enemy is doing something specific, your stuns won't stun them because their animation ignored it. Or you'll take a swing at an enemy that you, like, stunned that also knocked them down. And your fucking swing goes over their head because they were knocked down. And that feels real bad. Um, so there's definitely some wonkiness with that, but like the combat itself feels pretty good. And like the enemies, even though I've seen, they're like kind of reused a lot, um, are pretty interesting and they look pretty cool. I have run into a few enemy types that are pretty unique. Um, they're corruption based. Um, so that's interesting, but I've also run into some issues where like some of these ranged enemies have like infinite aggro range so like you're not even anywhere near like you you spawn in at a teleport point like 500 meters away from this town with these enemies and you walk like 100 yards towards that 500 yards away and they're fucking shooting ranged attacks at you and you're like jesus christ like i can't even see this enemy and it's shooting me um so there's definitely some weirdness around a few things like that. Um, but like the the different weapon types are cool. The fact that you can choose a couple of different branching paths with the weapon types is cool. Like it feels fun to play. Um, I'm having a good time with it. Uh, the sound design is probably the best I've ever seen in a game, especially of this scale. Like, Every single little detail of the sound design is absolutely fucking pristine. Um, from the music, which there's not a lot of music I've noticed, but it's what's there is good. Um, all the way down to the sound of like mining a rock, like you can hear the reverberations echoing around the valley. Um, when you so, hear somebody shoot a musket, it sounds like someone shot a musket. So that I mean that's pretty cool. And I gotta say the combat. The combat looks really, really bad if you compare it to, like, any single-player game with combat. But it also looks really engaging for an MMO. Yeah, Um, you're definitely, like, locked in when you're doing something. Like, you're paying attention. Yeah, and it it doesn't seem super annoying. Like, that's one of the things that makes me want to play the game. Yeah. And when it comes to the sound design, like, I don't really give a shit how the sound works but like yeah i mean if they can make it if, if they can make it really sound like you're hitting shit if you can hear the impact it actually adds to the experience of the game that's, and that's absolutely. that's rare for me to be like wow the sound is really good it's uh, like it's like one of those times where you pick up a new fps and you're like god damn that shotgun makes me feel like i got a big dick you know <laughs> yeah no and they they totally nailed that feeling in this game where like when you use a heavy weapon, it feels like this is a heavy ass weapon. Um, and like the weapon styles are all super different and play very differently. Um, but yeah, like, I, I don't know. I, I think it's well worth the $40 and they've sorted out the server queue issues for the most part. Um, I think the only like, people, even the people that think the game's going to die quickly or that there's not a lot there. Everyone seems to think, yeah, it was worth 40 bucks though. Yeah. I think the only people that have said otherwise are just the like thirteen year olds that are salty that Q on like launch day was bad because Well and I've seen I've seen no. so many people bashing the game and then they're like, Man, if I had a PC I'd totally play this and fuck everybody up, but this game looks like trash and I'm like, You fucking don't even have a computer, so go away, little kid. <laughs> like 
there's people that are just jealous that they can't play it and there's a lot of that going on because it's like the big hype right now um so i don't know i i think it's well worth 40 bucks um if you enjoy rpgs like if you especially if you played elder scrolls online it honestly feels like a better elder scrolls online to me so it doesn't have that many years of development and that amount of content but the actual activity of playing the game and the skills and just the way things work and look and sound it honestly feels like a better eso so well i mean I think the allure of ESO for me has nothing to do with the mechanics. It's purely the the world, yeah. It's the Elder Scrolls. And I think yeah. that's true for the majority of people playing that game, but um the especially the combat and gameplay in ESO leaves a lot to be desired, so that's fair. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. I kinda wanna I can't play it for a little while. I'm having uh, issues with money at the moment right now, so I absolutely cannot spend money on even a $40 game. However, uh, I, I think I want to hold off on playing it for a while because I want to see what their roadmap is going to be. Yeah. Uh, I want to see what kind of content is going to be added in the game and how quickly we're likely to see that because I feel like with any MMO, you have a year. You have right. a year to put something substantial in that game or make an announcement about a very big expansion. Um, or you could do what a lot of games are doing now and being like, look, in two or three months, we're dropping all this shit into the game. Right. Uh, which is also fine. Also completely fine. Not as big as an expansion, but we're dropping some content in. I'm here for that as well. I I find the world too just too fucking bland for me to give a shit about it. And I want to see if they are going to do something more interesting with it. And if they are, I think I'm definitely going to pick it up. And I may pick it up either way, because it does look like something I want to try. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy playing it. I do think the world is a little boring at first. It has gotten slightly more interesting the more I've played. Um, Like, I'm discovering a little bit more about other parts of the world and, like, some real weird magic bullshit going on that does some kind of interesting things to the world. Um, and I think if, if they, if they get a year, if the game can make it a year, I I do think it might succeed. I still have a feeling that probably like 60 to 80% of the player base is going to drop off. Um, but I hope I'm wrong. Cause like, honestly, right now I'm having a really good time playing it. And I really wish they'd fix the goddamn 30, 90, 30 series card problem because I'd like to try it out on my other PC. Well, so here's the other thing, too. When it comes to, like, you've got to get, you know, once you've played enough of the game, you start getting more interested in the world. Um, that, to me, kind of runs into the Firefly versus Game of Thrones problem. Uh, I love Firefly. I think it's one of the best things that's ever been put on television. And I can watch the first episode of Firefly, and within five minutes, I'm sold. I'm sold on the characters, I'm sold on the universe, I'm sold on everything. Game of Thrones, I've watched the whole first season, and that show fucking sucks. And everyone keeps going, you need to get another season or two in. No. If I have to watch 30 to 40 hours of something before it gets interesting, it's not interesting. And that's kind of what I'm worried about. I hear you. It's no, like, I, I hear you, I, but I'm glad it gets interesting later on. But how much time do I have to invest? So I guess for me, like I'm on the same page where I don't think it's a super interesting world in general, even still. But everything that I'm doing within the game itself, I'm really enjoying. So it's not like a big issue for me. So like, there's enough outside of like the world itself, like the mechanics and the items and gathering crafting all the systems like that stuff alone is enough for me the mechanics of the gameplay like it keeps me playing like i don't find you know the world of uh i don't know pick a fighting game that interesting but like if the mechanics are good and the characters are fun to play like yeah i'll have a really good time with it you know what i mean so but you're not really spending like, I love the world of Mortal Kombat, right? But it's entirely irrelevant. You're not spending any time in that world. You're spending your time punching people in the fucking balls. Well, but like, in New World, 
you're literally spending all of your time in this world. So it, it better be fucking interesting. Like, I'm not going to say the universe of Guild Wars is the most interesting thing in the world, but it's got some charm. Right away, well, right off the bat, there are unique locales, and where you start is drastically different depending on who you start as. And, like, it tries to get you really into the story right off the bat and establish themes and aesthetics that change as you go throughout the world. Totally here for that, but if everything's going to look like an English countryside after the Black Plague, I frankly could fucking do without that forever. So you definitely get into some, like, really gorgeous landscapes and some really, really cool, like, weather effects like fog and sun rays and, like, sunsets. You get some really, 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 God, I can't talk, really, really pretty vistas and nice, like, you know, like, almost like a photograph sort of thing um, or, like, a postcard sort of picture and you get some interesting weather effects and like the animations are really good. So like it definitely gets prettier and doesn't look like a drab, rainy English countryside all the time. Um, and then you get some really spooky areas and some really like just really monolithic things going on. Like there's some variety you just kind of have to go and get into and like not that far into the game either. Um, but, like, it definitely starts out, like, the first hour, you're like, oh, God, I died and went to hell, and it turns out it's rainy England. Because um, that's basically what happened. <laughs> so, um, no, it, it it gets a little better. I don't think it's as oppressive all the time. Um, and, like, the world feels alive. Like, there's so much, like it feels like you're in a real forest when you're in a forest. It feels like you're at a real lake when you're going around a lake. Um, the waterfalls, like all, it feels very true to life and it looks like it's a living world and it sounds like a living world. Um, so I, I definitely feel like they kind of nailed the aesthetic they were going for. And it has the best looking like real world sort of like it feels lived in and action like, things are happening more so, than any other MMO I've played. I That sounds great, and I'm, I'm kind of here for that. And that's one of the things I like about, I think, Elder Scrolls games in general. Yeah. But it didn't just look like real life. It looked like real life, but in a, in a fantasy world, right? Sure. And I, I think we're getting to a point, especially with graphics getting the way they are, that you run into the uh, photography makes bad art argument. Where it's like, if you're going to draw something or paint something, you don't want to go for hyper-realistic. You, you could just go take a photo of that thing. Well, I don't mean, I don't mean like hyper-realistic like, graphics. I mean more like there's a variety of plants and trees. No no. no, no, I know what you're saying. No, no, I'm just saying because graphics are getting better and we're getting to a point where we can make these level designs that are a lot more true to life. It kind of feels like if you're not going to add more of a fantasy element into it, like, I could just go outside. Yeah. You know? Like... Yeah, and I, I hear you, but, like, you definitely run into, like, you know, the uh, the random, like, ghosts and demons and shit in the forest. And, like, there's well, yeah, there's okay, some freaky the fantasy enemies, shit. The, the, the enemies definitely uh, do have to provide. Even though I think the... The two enemies, and we talked about this before, I think the two enemies I've seen the most so far have been the fucking boars and the undead. Uh, and boars aren't that <laughs> yeah. fantasy-esque, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you definitely... I've, I've watched a couple of people streaming, like, later on doing PvE content, and you get into some, like, weird, like, ghost spirit shit and some, like, you know, demons and, like, giant monsters and that sort of thing a little bit later on. Um, and even where I'm at now, the, the enemy diversity is a lot better and I'm not just fighting the same, you know, pirates and boars and wolves. Um, but early on, like it's definitely, it's definitely a little bit more generic and like easy. And I feel like that's kind of part of like them saying like, Hey, we need to ease people into the combat. Cause it's not like world of Warcraft where you one, two, three, four, five, there's an actual like you can choose to be an evasion character and dodge attacks. 
You can be a blocking character with heavy armor and block attacks, but not dodge as well. There's ranged and trapping and, you know, muskets. And there's a lot of systems as far as, like, combat mechanics to learn. So I think they wanted players to get comfortable with their character's abilities before they start fighting some of these, like, more difficult enemies. And I think it's good to say, like, hey, here's a boar. You know it's going to charge at you. Or here's a guy that's going to swing a sword and then swing it back the other way. Like, it kind of teaches you some of the mechanics while you're just kind of playing the game having a good time. And I think that's good game design. So... Well, we're gonna we're gonna have to cut it here, but we yep. are. I do want to say we are in the spoopy season yeah. of October, and as much as I hate them, I think I'm gonna have to try and play some horror games. I think we're gonna have to talk about that. Uh, I, I'll talk about it with you, but I don't play them. No, hundred percent. Well, maybe I'll you know I'll try to stream them because it looks like until I find some more employment, I'm gonna have a little bit of free time to uh, true that just stick around so yeah i don't know i think i'm gonna try some horror shit and uh just see how far i can get and celebrate the halloweens sounds good man all right well uh good luck and uh be safe and you guys listening thanks for checking us out um hopefully we're back well we should be back soon like you said we got some time on our hands yeah yeah hopefully we'll pump out a, a couple episodes so we're not having a, a huge break anytime soon yeah All right, man. We'll have a good one. You guys have a good week, and we'll see you soon. Have a good week.